should say this right now. Here we go. Okay, so here we are, and um, the, apparently it says that this hangout is now live. So uh, welcome everybody um, to this is the very first Kubuntu podcast, and um, well, it's been a bit of a mission to put this together, and uh, one or two challenges have stood before us, and uh, I think we're all feeling a little bit frayed at the edges, but um, welcome, and thank you for joining us to this very first podcast, and uh, we hope you enjoy it, and um, without further ado, I'm going to introduce a couple of co-hosts who are here with me today, so I've got Aaron Honeycutt, how are you Aaron? Good. Excellent, really good, and uh, um, whereabouts, whereabouts in the world are you Aaron? Uh, Florida in USA. Oh, okay, so what's the temperature like over there right now? Is it is it really warm? I haven't checked at all today. <laughs> oh, you, you should you, get out more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, of course, being being British, we we always talk about the weather, and I forget that the rest of the world just think we're weird for talking about the for talking about the weather. So, of course, that was a perfectly normal thing for Aaron to say. What are you talking about the weather? I've I've not gone out. <laughs> um. Also with me is Ovidiu. Um, how are you today, mate? Hello. Uh, not particularly happy. My car broke down, so but n never mind that. Uh, I'm from Romania, in Europe. Uh, and uh, uh, okay, <laughs> I'm getting lost. <laughs> I, I'm a bit stressed out because of this, but we'll see yeah. what happens. You, don't, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> it's going to get more stressed out as we go, I'm sure. Don't worry about it. Look, you know, what could possibly go wrong? Um, yeah. Oh, actually, Aaron's already started the list of what could go wrong in our show notes. Rick, you haven't said where you're from. You just said you're British. No, oh, yeah, right. Okay. So, um, yeah, so I am from Exeter in the southwest of the UK. Uh, so my time zone is GMT plus one. Uh, what's your time zone video? Uh, GM, uh, GMT, no, I'm UTC plus two, uh, actually. Okay, and Aaron, what's your time zone? Um, I have no idea how to measure that. I think uh, UTC minus four. Okay. Well, most people use UTC, except the British. Yes, yeah. well, we like we like Greenwich Mean Time, you know. <laughs> Okay, so, well, look, as you can see, uh, for those of you that are joining us for the first time, this is a new show, and we've got some idea of format and the things that we want to do, but Kubuntu and KDE is all about community, so we want to get you guys involved with us and help give us some direction uh, on the show for the kinds of things that you want to talk about. So today... Tell us what you want to see, what you want to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so let us know... Uh, and we'll do, we, we, you know, we're willing to do some demonstrations to talk about specific pieces of software. If you've got p particular people that you'd like us to get on and join us and do some interviews, perhaps with particular application developers or members of the Kubuntu team or whoever really, uh, software developers, then uh, get them to get in touch with us and we, we can do that. Um, you know, we're willing to take your lead, really, um, you as a community, to give us some idea. You can join us. You can, If you're watching live, you can join us right now if you go to irc.freenode.net and join hash kubuntu hyphen 
podcast. Uh, you can join uh, me and the rest of the guys there, and you can post questions, etc. Of course, you can also post questions to us on uh, Google Plus as well. So um, anyway, let, with that, let's just get a little bit of narrative going about what we've been up to this week. I've had a, just a mad crazy week, uh, what we've been poorly. I'm still slightly sweaty because I'm still poorly <laughs> a little bit today. I've had four or five days of having a, a virus running a temperature and uh, it's been complete chaos here. And, um, and that's uh, thrown, thrown a spanner in the works. What about you, Aaron? What have you been up to uh, this week? Uh, have you been anywhere recently? Yes, itself in uh, North Carolina last, last weekend. South East mm -hmm. Linux Fest, yeah. Yes. Excellent. Hey, that's awesome. Uh, maybe you you're going to tell us a little bit more about that once we get into the news. Then you'll give us an update on that, Aaron. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Absolutely great. Okay. Uh, so, what about you, Avidio? Why don't we start with this car breakdown episode? What happened there, then, mate? Oh. <laughs> So uh, the other day I went to pick up my cousin from the airport. When I got home, uh, I saw that the heating, the, the cooling system just completely broke down. So uh, unfortunately, that stopped me from going to work, but it didn't stop me from working. So it still, I still went uh, to went to work virtually and did my job. Brilliant. So is it one of these kind of like steaming wreck at the side of the car with steam coming out and uh, their well, temperature thermometer when, when gone I, off the I gate? When I popped up the hood, uh, steam came out and boiling water was <laughs> splashing everywhere. And Oh my God, what's happening? This thing is going to blow. <laughs> uh, now you see, here in the UK, I would have been prepared for that kind of eventuality and I would have had a bag of, box of Yorkshire tea bags in the back of the car. <laughs> oh boy. Good one. <laughs> uh, I, I was prepared. I had a, a bottle of water so that I could keep going on. Uh, but uh, since I've been working remotely today, uh, I've been stuck in front of the computer most of the most of the day. So uh, hopefully tomorrow evening I'll be able to take it to the mechanic and leave it there. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah, that's the best place for it. So that'll get it fixed up. Um, okay, so. Um, and uh, what about the rest of your week? Have you been uh, have you been feeling a bit anxious about the the fact that that I didn't put any preparation to this at all, and you couldn't get hold of me for a week? And uh, yeah. yeah, that that was that uh, was, that was for both of us. That was sure fun. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so that we uh, bring everybody up to speed, uh, we we talked about this week preparing for for the podcast and. Uh, we tried to get in touch with Rick, and me and Aaron kept pinging him on IRC. We called him on uh, Hangouts. No answer. Rick was nowhere to be found. Rick left the planet. And all of this, uh, today I decided, okay, this is serious. Come on, it's already the day of the podcast. We have to do something. So I pulled up my phone and called him directly, which is something I usually avoid calling people directly on the phone because... There's a reason they usually don't answer on IRC or chat, but yeah. So I called him and hey, dude, come on, the the podcast is coming. And then he told me, oh yeah, but I have my daughter's. Uh, what did you have? Something about uh, your daughter had had a show or something. Oh yes, that's right. Well, it was my daughter's uh, recital at the school, yeah. so she's uh, so the, the whole school was getting the orchestra together, playing oboes and violins and saxophones and all kinds of things, and um, 
so I wasn't entirely sure what time that was going to be en ending, but I was anticipating that it'd be 7 p.m., uh, which turned out to be 10 to 8. Ha! <laughs> so no pressure. 20 minutes late, <laughs> racing in here to try and get uh, get this uh, set up. So uh, so we, but do you know, it creates a certain sense of energy, that tension, that 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 stress. It creates a certain buzz. And, uh, and I think that's really important as well uh, you know, to, to make sure that uh, what we're doing here, we, we want to be, um, Kubuntu is a friendly community and uh, we want you to see that in its entirety and see us because we're all members of the Kubuntu community. We want to see you, uh, see us uh, in our true flesh and not, uh, not be wooden um, and to keep things loose and moving forward. So, so it has been an interesting week. It has been challenging, but um, but you know, opportunity never seems to know uh, the metric of time. So uh, when uh, when we decided to put this show together, and uh, video contacted me and said, let's let's stop thinking about doing some stuff with video and so on and so forth. Well, you know, when opportunity knocks, uh, you just got to grab that with both hands and get on with it. So. We're going to need yeah. some lead from you guys in the in the community. Mostly, what I wanted to achieve from this show, since we're still just talking about the show and not doing the show, uh, uh, I just want to, mostly what I want is to show you guys uh, how awesome. Well, all of us we want this uh, to show you how awesome Kubuntu and uh, all the applications from KDE are, and uh, to do also some show and tell, uh, but. Exactly. Show and tell. Uh, show for the video uh, watch watchers and uh, tell for the audio listeners, so that everybody can see and hear how uh, good uh, and how awesome the KDE applications are, and how awesomely Kubuntu prepares all that into a cool package, where you can just uh, download it, install it, and just use it. Amen to that. Too right. <laughs> This is what okay. I usually tell p new people to Kubuntu. Uh, when you install Kubuntu, you don't have to mess with uh, installing drivers, installing all the applications. When you install it, you can just use it. You don't have to do anything else. Just install it and use it. You're done. Unlike uh, most uh, Romanians, uh, they're used to Windows. And when they install Windows, they have to call someone. Okay, I need you to reinstall my Windows. Not because reinstalling Windows is hard. That's easy to do, but after that you have to fiddle with the drivers, you have to fiddle with installing the correct applications, make sure you don't get any, uh, how do I, how, do, how is that called, all the applications that you don't want to install that get installed because you just click next, next, next. Yeah, well, those issues in Kubuntu, when you download it, it's ready to use. Yes, it is absolutely, and you know, and and that the key word is down when you download and use it. The key here is what we want to you to do is to encourage you guys out there to go off to kubuntu.org, go and download the ISOs and just try them. Try the live ISOs, see the desktop for yourself. Do you know? I, I'm going to say this word now, but you know, um, Plasma Five in KDE is just gorgeous. It is so beautiful. Uh, you've got to go see it. Okay, that's enough plugging for a moment, and that's what we've been up to. Um, so uh, here we are, and we're going to get started. We're really going to need some feedback from you guys in the audience, so please, please, please do get in touch with us. Come follow us, Kubuntu Podcast on Google+. Join us in IRC, hash Kubuntu hyphen podcast. And more importantly as well, get involved with the Kubuntu community if you want to. There are mailing lists, community forums, and so on and so forth. And we'll tell you more about that as these shows progress into the future. Right. Let's move on to, uh, I'm going to do a cheeky segue here, and I might even edit that out later, and I might even edit some music in 
later as well. And um, But we'll see. So that'll be for the audio podcast. And uh, I haven't even got a theme tune yet. So if you've got a style or a particular theme tune piece of music that you would like to recommend that we use for our segue transitions and our intro and outro to the Kubuntu podcast show, then do get in touch with us. Send us some links. Uh, tell us and let's have a listen. Um, and uh, we'll see what we can do. Okay. Now, in anticipation of this, let's uh, go across to Aaron for a moment because you've been over at Southeast Linux Fest and um, you said you'd tell us a little bit about what had been going on there and what your experience was. So uh, take us through it. How did you get over there, Aaron? What was it like? What were your first impressions? Who was there? Give us the lowdown, my man. I got over there uh, having a friend who's in the Ubuntu community. We did a road trip from Florida. Hollywood, Florida, all the way to North Carolina to go over there. And here's a pamphlet that they had for us. I don't know. A Vegas kind of theme little book with the time slots and schedules and who's doing talks and the sponsors and everything. Okay, and, so it's, Yeah, carry on. The first day was all about UbunCon. We, uh, Michael Hall was there uh, showcasing devices and everything. Uh, quite a few talks about locos, how to get them energized up community-wise. Um, there was one person talking about uh, Redrinos, you running development with virtual machines. Let's uh, talk about the, lo the locos a little bit. What, um, t what, what's, a, what's a loco, Aaron? Locos is a local community uh, system for people who are using Ubuntu to join up, share stories. Not necessarily teaching, just show that everyone has support when using the system locally and nationwide. Okay. So these are like little little community groups. Uh, I guess like uh, over here in the UK we have these Linux user groups, what we call the LUGS. The LUGS, yeah. Uh, so, so that kind of thing. It's Ubuntu's uh, turn of a, a style. Okay. The same thing really. Cool. Okay. So, uh, so did you go to any of these talks that were scheduled, and uh, and if so, which ones? What was it like? I was. I only had time. I believe to only go to one or two. The rest of the time, I was handmaning the booth for Ubuntu. I went okay. to Michael's talk about uh, app development for the Ubuntu phone, and a little bit of his uh, about Locos and everything. The talk he did about Locos. Try to get the. Locals restarted, or to start one if there isn't one already. Okay, so uh, so uh, did, did did you come away with any links or any info or any stuff like that that we could share with uh, some of our viewers and listeners? Uh, anything like that? I know I had a post somebody told, gave me about doing Ubuntu hours. Okay. Can't. It's on a so, mailing list somewhere. That's all right. Well, we'll get we'll get some links for that, and we'll, we'll put them in the show notes later. Yeah, exactly. Put yeah. them in the show notes, or pop them in there. Um, so, and uh, what what did you take away from Michael Hall's um, talk about the app development for the Ubuntu phone? What's the what's the energy like around that? There's a there was a lot of interest in Ubuntu phone demos and everything. Everybody found the seamless transfers uh, between application very nice. Um. Always questions about if the apps on. Do you have this app? Do you have that app? And what network can they get? What phone they can get for the U.S. market? 
So when you say the seamless transition between, uh, do you mean like uh, the convergence side of things, where you move, where it moves between the desktop and the phone environment? Or, or? No, there's no real device that shows it yet. The seamless transfer was talking about like uh, switching between applications really easily and multitasking. Is that like uh, having the applications synchronized among them, among each other? Um, I don't have a camera to show it. No, the translation when you're switching between applications, they're in like, um, like a stack of cards layout. Oh, ah, yeah. Okay. Hang on a minute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah I, I know about it. Uh, Michael Hall posted about that on Google+. Here we go. Let me, I'll hold this up to the camera here, and you can, may, if I can get the, get it right, but you can see here yeah. like, on the phone, you've got like this stack of cards. Here you go. So basically just like a sort of fan of card applications that allow you to just transition between the two. Yeah, it, that is really good. The experience with the Ubuntu phone is absolutely brilliant. Um, once, you know, I, I, I just think it's, it's really, really good. They've done such a great job of that. But, uh, but we must not forget KDE Connect. And, uh, and KDE Connect, the KDE Connect that runs on Android and connects with uh, the KDE desktop as well. Um, maybe we, we should um, look to get somebody from KDE Connect. Maybe the, the guy that did some work developing on that. Albert. Get them on the show. We should do Albert. that. Yes. Albert. Okay. Do, do you know him? Do you have a video? Uh, I've talked to him a little bit because I got involved a little bit with uh, KDE Connect, but uh, not that much. So mostly I just uh, follow what's happening new. I'm subscribed to the commit uh, mailing list for KDE Connect. So when something new pops up, I know I usually know about it. Okay. But, uh, if anyone, anybody wants to know more about KDE Connect, uh, just follow on Google+. Many people are posting about what they're doing with it and all that. Cool. Okay. Well, we'll maybe see if we can get to get that going on. So, coming back to Southeast Linux Fest, then, Aaron. So, what what uh, what floated your boat over there? What was the thing that you thought was um, the best thing about it? Um, it's not Ubuntu related, but they had a, a Red Boot, Red Hat was there. We had a three D printer that was all running free software, using oh, the software yeah. to actually get it to print out and making the everything was awesome. And I have a little. KDE gear Ooh. made from 3D printer. That's the little one? This is a big one. It actually has a little hole right there for a key ring. And then ah, can we, can, can we run a podcast competition to give one of them away then, Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I would get more, though. I don't have a printer. Uh, these, the ones that are right now, they're scheduled to be taken to Academy. And, uh, I have the little ones scheduled for Academy. I have six of them. Yeah, they're they're going to be distributed uh, amongst the Kubuntu developers mostly. Uh, but uh, we're hoping to get in, get our hands on get our hands on a new uh, 3D printer. Uh, Rick, you said you have one. Uh, and get more printed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Yes. Yeah, so I've led myself into, into a this corner. Okay. Um, I think the sketch for this is on Thingiverse, so anyone can download it and print it and modify it, whatever they want. I'll I'll grab the link and to Thingiverse and put up it in there and the links. Okay, well okay. I tell you what, look, we'll, then we'll run a competition. Okay, so we'll we'll run a little competition, and I'll say about this now. So um, 
what we're looking for is for Creative Commons licensed music or free music that we can use for our um, Kubuntu podcast intro and outro and segue section. And uh, you get extra bonus points if you actually just go and write something yourself and uh, and then uh, and then put that together. And uh, send that in to us. Give us some links to it and whichever piece of music that we choose, that person will get a big and a little K cog that I'll print on my 3D printer just as soon as I've built it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's still boxed. And if that, and do you know what, listen, and I, I, it is a promise, right? So I will absolutely get those gears done and delivered. If for some reason my 3D printer doesn't look like it's happening in time, I've got some mates over at the Fab Lab in Exeter, and I'll go and use their 3D printer. They've got a maker ball, and uh, so I'll get get them made up, and when, then we'll send them out to somebody. So uh, we'll put that uh, put that in the show notes as well. That is a little con. <laughs> okay, um, right. So. Um, Anything? So, uh, how how many days were you out at, at uh, self then, Aaron? I was there the entire week from uh, Friday to Sunday. So I was there every single day. And you posted a few images and some bits and p updates to your Google Plus timeline because I saw those as well. Oh, don't yeah, don't yeah. mention his Twitter because he tweeted like crazy. <laughs> ah, <clears throat> okay. Well, let's uh, maybe. Uh, can you maybe you can tell us about your Twitter and your Google Plus accounts then, Aaron, and uh, add something into the show notes about that as well? Yeah, I'll, I can pop the uh, blog post I had from day one, the Ubuntucon one. I have a blog about a blog post about it. Okay, that sounds cool. Aaron, you okay if I share your Twitter uh, link on IRC? Sure. Who watch, who's going to watch that? He's going to see lots of stuff. Oh, yeah, right. Being happy, then some gear, and then some KD gears. Woohoo! And there it, goes on, there it goes on Google+. You're going to be notorious, I mean famous, anytime now. <laughs> notorious and famous, the same thing. <laughs> cool, okay. Um... Oh, it's me. Right, okay, that was why there was a stall in the segue. Don't worry, I'll edit that out in Jakosha later. <laughs> uh, right, so I wanted to talk about something that I came across. Um, I don't know if uh, you guys have come across a magazine called Full Circle Magazine. Uh, you can find it at fullcirclemagazine.org. I've heard about it. I've read a few issues. It is really, really good. And uh, the team put this together. I think they, I think they put the whole thing... Hello. For whole thing. So you can install that. Yeah, the whole thing is put together with Scribus and GIMP and uh, free software tools. And uh, you can download it for free in EPUB or um, PDF. It's ace. It's a really, really professionally put together publication. And um, in issue 97, um, they've done a big review of KDE Plasma 5, which, of course, is what we were so busy getting. Uh, getting together to get the release for 15.04 and get all the Plasma 5 stuff from KDE out. And there's a big review in there that will tell you all about uh, KDE Plasma 5 and some of the new features and uh, the funky new look that it's got because uh, the new KDE frameworks are, um, are really, really good and the new cute libraries just make it really, really 
uh, beautiful. I, that's the only word you can really use, isn't wow, it? Really? It's beautiful. Uh, it's really nice uh, structure. Let me uh, share my screen a little bit here. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Uh, so here's the here's the magazine opened. Yep. There. Uh, and uh, if it's uh, it has a really nice format. I, sh I should get that uh, nice scroll plugin. So it's I see that it's really nice structured, easy to read, news about Microsoft, yeah. Uh, and let me just scroll a little bit faster. There's some how-to here. Uh, LibreOffice, macro security, how to use LaTeX. So, sorry, LaTeX. I think that's how it's pronounced. I say LaTeX. Okay. <laughs> uh, I see they have a Python special editions program in Python. Awesome. Uh, programming JavaScript part two. So I guess they have some tutorials on this in their issues. Uh, some ads. Oh, Inkscape tutorial. Awesome. Asteroid light curve simulator. Some. From what I see so far, it's an Arduino uh, project. Uh, let's see. How to write for for the magazine, Linux Lab, IP cameras, Ubuntu phones. Uh, KDE Plasma 5 review, finally. And we have a picture with KDE free over here. Then with KDE four, and finally, Plasma five. Awesome. I should I should really get uh, to read this and see what they say about this. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, but really really nice uh, magazine. Oh, it has a comic strip. <laughs> Like some Q and A, uh, Ubuntu games, how to contribute. Okay, and this is it. Awesome. So now this is a, so this is a like a monthly magazine or thereabouts that it gets put out. So you know it's they they've done uh, such a good job of pulling this together, uh, the guys. And um, you could obviously go and download it from. Uh, fullcirclemagazine.org and there's links in the show notes and I just posted a link into IRC and I'll post a link into our Google Plus timeline in just one second so uh, you can look and see about that too if you like and um, and also you can get this on Android via issue um, as well and no doubt uh, issue is an Android app for this it is. That's right. Yeah, issue is an Android app for uh, for reviewing magazines and so on and so forth, and um, and no doubt there's somebody fervently uh, having studied Michael Hall's app development on Ubuntu phone. Somebody's no doubt getting straight onto writing an Ubuntu app to put Full Circle magazine on the Ubuntu phone as well. Aaron has some experience with that. Yeah. When's it going to be ready then, Aaron? What doing an app for Full Circle? Yeah, man. I hadn't thought about that. That that would be a really good idea, actually. Yeah, you think you can show off your app, your Ubuntu phone app? Um, this camera does anything good on this web on my computer? 
Uh, I actually don't have it installed on my phone. I did think I did a floor wipe earlier last week. So I get that set next up. Time. Well, put that on, put uh, put a full circle mag app Ubuntu app on your to do list, then Aaron, and uh, and we'll see whether we can, and then we'll see whether we can speak to the boys at Full Circle, maybe get somebody to come on our show, maybe to tell us a bit more about the magazine and why they got, why they went to such a lot of effort uh, to make something uh, free and uh, and so professionally done, and uh, and what their kind of future is for it. So. So if you guys are out there watching this at Full Circle Magazine, get in touch with us because uh, we've got a slot to get you on this show. Okay, let's segue again and move over to Ovidio. So what do you got for us, my man? So uh, since uh, this is the news section, I would like to talk a little bit about uh, what's going to happen soon, like really soon. That's uh, at the end of the next month, it's between 25 and 31st of uh, Ju July, sorry, in a, a small but yet very beautiful place, A Coruña, in uh, Galicia, in Spain, is going to be the 2015 edition of Academy. Let me show you their website. So if you go to academy.kd.org slash 2015, you will find more information about this. So basically, what's this? What's Academy? Academy is the world summit for KD developers, which takes place once a year. And this is the largest ones. Uh, there are also, uh, there's also an Academy that takes place in Brazil and if I'm not mistaken, but I think that one's called differently, there's one in India. Uh, so in Academy, most, if not, if not all, KD developers will meet and talk about uh, what, what they want to do, where do they want to take KD and uh, plan and work on uh, their projects. So where I'm planning to go there is going. This is going to be my first edition. The uh, same with Aaron. He's also coming. But I don't know. Is that your first? Yep. Is this your first edition as well? It's my first time. Yeah. Okay. So we are pretty excited for this. I I'll be going there with my brother, which uh, with uh, he's he's a Kubuntu user and a promoter. But he's not a member yet, but he will become soon. And when We'll go there and see what we can do to make uh, KDE and especially Kubuntu awesome. That sounds really good. So, and um, so you're going. So you're going as well, Aaron. You're fl you must be flying out out there, are you? Yep. Wow, you just and the wonderful Kubuntu's on the wonderful Ubuntu communities dime. Excellent. Thanks for the donations. Um, we're keeping you really busy, aren't we? <laughs> Aaron, let's not forget to put the "I'm going to Academy" badges on our blogs. Oh, I I never I forgot about that because when I was found that I never had a blog. Okay, Thank I you. I, I must not forget this. I'll I'll keep it open here so I don't forget about it. Pop that on the show notes in case somebody is gonna go who's watching too. I'm gonna to... put a link to the whole Academy website so they can see here. Uh, -huh. uh okay. if if anybody wants to join, uh. Sure, you, you can join. Uh, the presentations are open for anybody. Uh, 
So if you just you you have all the place the, the all the details about uh, where and when and how are things going to happen, you have all them all of these on the website. Here we have the program. If I go to program overview, I don't think this is completely filled in yet. Uh, it should be. It should get filled in in the following uh, weeks. But see, you can, as you can see, there are many workshops, and uh, in the weekend there are a few talks. Uh, we also have a an academy Android app, and I think it it also works on Sailfish, if I'm not mistaken. I'll have to check up check with that. If it works on Sailfish, it should actually work on Ubuntu Touch as well. They both use QML. It wouldn't be hard well, to move it. Uh, I've looked through the source code. The whole application is just QML and a bit of Python. Oh, then it's like dread simple to move it over. Yeah. In theory. Put that on your to-do list, then, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems to be that way, huh? <laughs> what I would like to do is I would like to improve a little bit on the if if I'm going to get involved in that application and most likely I will uh, I'd like to improve a little bit on the on on the design of the application currently it's it just shows you the import the information that you need but I want to make it a little more pretty and I'm going to get a lot of inspiration from the FOSDEM application <clears throat> okay, that sounds pretty good. So, um, obviously, Academy is a week. It's a whole week then um, yeah. with lots and lots of things going on, loads of events. Um, obviously, lots and lots of activity for those people that are going to go and visit. Um, is Are there any other ways to stay up to date other than the, the website and stuff? Is there anything being Google Plus or video streamed or anything uh, like that? There are news on Google Plus. You can just search for Academy on Google Plus. Uh, but not not only on Google Plus, also on Facebook. If someone wants to search there or Twitter, uh, and there's a mailing list, but I don't remember exactly if the mailing list is just for attendees uh, or for uh, anybody who wants to join in. Okay, I'm not I'm not sure about that, so I'm not commenting on it. So, well, of course, the cool thing about it is is that now that we've got the Kubuntu podcast and you two guys are both going over to Academy, then uh, obviously we need you guys to take notes and uh, and to bring us back a, a full update for Kubuntu podcast and let us know what you guys got up to, what was going on, what was exciting, what's coming up in the future, what secret things are being worked upon uh, by the KDE developers. So you will you be able to do that for us, a video? Uh, sure. Uh, as as I've done before with uh, the there was a bug squashing party in Munich, which I've worked with the KDE PIM team. Uh, there are there were also some new things happening there, which uh, at the moment they were happening, they weren't very public. They were still a, a secret. Uh, and right now I don't know how public they are, so I'm still gonna <laughs> restrain on talking too much about some stuff. But uh, for all the Akonati haters out there. Uh, is going to get better, a lot better. <laughs> okay, so so the 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 take home from this, uh, those of you watching and listening, is of course that uh, this is secret information from the inside, and uh, we'll we'll delve more into into. I'll needle a video a bit more to try and get some more secret information out. Uh, of there's on uh, on the KDE wiki. 
uh, I think on tech base, uh, there's a uh, a drawing, uh, a diagram. There's a diagram that I've made about the new functionality of uh, the new Akanadi. So uh, I'll find it, and if anybody wants to see it, I'll, and I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, cool. Okay, post it in the show notes, and we'll put that up on Google Plus as well. And uh, and obviously, Aaron, you're going to do the same. So uh, I, I I don't want any excuses about jet lag. <laughs> I think you can only use that excuse on the first day. So seven days, I I can't have a valid reason not to do any of it. Cool. Okay. So and obviously people can keep up with you. I've posted your uh, your Twitter account out onto Google Plus, so people can keep up with you there. And um, uh, and if you want to do the same, if you wanna if you wanna post out your links for your social feeds, etc. Or, of course, anybody coming to the Kubuntu podcast, you can find all of us for our uh, G Plus feeds uh, at the Kubuntu podcast show on Google+. So that's really cool. Okay. what I, uh, We've got a number of ideas to put into the what we call the central section of the show, and we're going to be looking at doing some interviews. We're going to be also looking at doing some show and tell and focusing on specific uh, KDE applications, specific Kubuntu installed applications too, and um, we're going to be doing that as the show goes on and, and uh, goes forward. But what I wanted to do right now was I really wanted to just take a bit of time to talk with Aaron and Ovidiu and get a little bit of about their background and uh, where they came from and how they got involved in Kubuntu and KDE. So uh, I'm going to start with you, uh, if I can, for a moment, Aaron, and just uh, ask you really, how long ago did you first come across Kubuntu? How did you find it and discover it? What was your kind of first impression? What got you excited about it? I actually can't remember the lot, the how I discovered it and when. I know Ubuntu as a core, I've been with about using it for five years, so it's probably a little bit around that time frame. I started really doing with KDE and Kubuntu because of the interface, and it has a lot more features and power like KRunner and such. I'm sure a video will go over later, a different show. Uh, okay. Um, okay. It's because of the layout, and I can move things around with the panels, so everything's easier to set up for different users other than me, to convert people over from Windows as well. So what drew you, and now obviously one of the things that I know you, uh, there are kind of two things that sort of that I, I've, I've got to discover about you, uh, really. The first one was uh, how much time you spend on IRC. Yeah, you're, you know, you're very, uh, unlike me, you're very easy to get hold of on IRC. You're usually kicking about in the Kubuntu development channel or uh, on the standard Kubuntu channel as well um, and uh, you're you know you're a really friendly guy and you're always engaging with uh, with the community and talking to people and you welcome new people aboard which is just those are really awesome qualities and actually that's a strength that you offer to the Kubuntu community but I know also that you work um, almost single-handedly on part of the documentation side of things as well so what was it that got you motivated about wanting to commit your time to the Kubuntu flavor of Ubuntu, and, and what was it that drew you into that, into getting engaged in that way? What drew me in was that I wanted to find a way I could help, that I didn't really need coding experience, and there's not much experience needing for documentation for coding-wise. 
And uh, Valerie, one of the Kabuto Council members, uh, pointed me towards documentation because it was lacking since I think 1204, the last last long-term support that came out. So it desperately needed a revamp. Which uh, Valerie, me, and David Wingerly uh, did last uh, last LCS 1404. Okay, and uh, and now I know in the background you're working on new updated documentation as well, aren't you? Using uh, Sphinx and uh, and uh, REST text formatting. Yes, I'm trying to get. I'm moving all our current documentation that we did redid for 1404 to uh, R. Uh, REST, R-E-S-T, uh, restructured text, and using the Sphinx uh, same documentation that Python uses to export it into uh, HTML, PDF, and EPUB formats easily. I'm trying to get the other flavors to do it as well so everyone can have a, a single, similar code base rather than using wiki here, docbook here, and a whole bunch of different languages, so we each have a singular language and having an all-on launchpad, so everyone can grab it more easily than ripping it from wikis and stuff like that. Yeah, I must admit, I mean, you gave me a little bit of a steer uh, a, a few weeks ago now, because one of the things I uh, looked at was just taking a bit of time to, to uh, clone your uh, documentary repo from GitHub so that I could have a look at it and uh, I've had a cursory glance at it but what really interested me more was the Sphinx tools on SourceForge and also this restructured text um, idea for for producing the documentation and that was really good because I've actually started looking at that as a potential uh, documentation tool for some of the stuff that I'm doing at work too so uh, you know so that's 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 really really good and I'm looking forward to seeing those new document that new documentation when you've got that finished hour and that's really awesome um, so what about uh, a video then um, so a video how long have you been involved with Kubuntu and KDE and what was it that got you first involved in it so since high school I've been a uh, Ubuntu user and I've used Ubuntu quite a lot and forced myself to switch from Windows and uh, I've, man I've managed to s completely give up Windows in, uh, I think, 2011 or earlier than that. I don't don't remember exactly. No, wait, 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 wait. No, no, sorry. That 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 that's uh, my college years. Uh, in high school, in 2007, I think, I completely gave up Windows and only uh, used uh, Ubuntu or Linux distributions since then. Uh, mm -hmm. But I went to Portugal in Erasmus once, uh, once in uh, in my college years, and uh, then when I was there, uh, guess what? New thing, new awesome thing came to Ubuntu. Unity. They uh. pulled out Unity. <laughs> I tried to use it for a couple of months. I really tried. I can't. I can't blame them. But I could, I just couldn't. So I, since then, I've sw completely switched to uh, Kubuntu. I've tried before, but I didn't really understand how some things in KDE worked, so I didn't made didn't make the switch earlier. But uh, Unity was, uh, for me at least, it was so bad that I couldn't. I, I just I couldn't use it. I could, I understood it, but uh, well, everybody knows the first uh, edition of Unity had uh, quite a few issues. But uh, that for me was a 
game changer, and I changed to Kubuntu. Uh, and since then, I've started using it and started to using the KDE applications. And at first, I didn't understand them. It was hard to migrate to switch from GNOME applications to KDE applications. Uh, but uh, eventually, I liked them a lot more than uh, GNOME applications, so I just uh, stuck with them. Uh, and after all this uh, uh, application usage, and after I've been a user for a few years, uh, I've decided, okay, uh, I know it's open source, and now I've learned programming, and but I don't really like how this application or that application works. Uh, I want to change a few things here and there. So I got involved in the community and talked with uh, uh, the Kubuntu team and through them talked with uh, uh, the KDE teams and get, got involved and started uh, doing some uh, junior jobs and some packaging and uh, wrote a little bit of documentation, but just that just a little bit. And most mostly that's when I started. That was, let me remember exactly... I started contributing in uh, 2012, I think. I started contributing to KDE and Kubuntu, especially. And since then, I've done uh, I've done a few packaging. Uh, I've done some packaging. I've done some development. And uh, on the Kubuntu project right now, I'm uh, in charge of the website of the new Kubuntu website which uh, right now uh, we are still considering uh, what to do with the hosting. Uh, and uh, on the KDE side, right now I'm involved uh, in several projects. Uh, I'm working on uh, uh, KDevelop, which is for developers. I'm uh, working on KDE PIM on some, some things. Uh, and mostly, right now, my current project is uh, learn. I'm learning about uh, KDE Frameworks 5, how it works. And for that, uh, I need that my job. I need the uh, SVN. So I've used until Plasma 5. I've used the uh, KDE SVN. But uh, right now, since it since it, it is imported, uh, it since if ah, I need some water. Since it isn't ported to Frameworks 5. Uh, it doesn't work on the latest Kubuntu. So my current uh, job is migrate KDSVN to Frameworks 5. And I don't want to use this migration script because I want to learn how the framework works. And I want to understand every tiny aspect of it. Cool. OK. So. Um... Well, uh, do you know, I'm going to save the KDE SVN thing for another time, but we should put a note down to talk about that in more detail, because uh, I've had some interaction with KDE SVN in the past and a little bit of interaction with the original developer. Uh, so maybe we'll come and look at that. But you said that special word, uh, which was the website word and in charge of. So what's happening with uh, the Kubuntu website? Sorry to interrupt you, Rick. I forgot one more thing. Uh, right now, I've managed to be the official uh, Kubuntu Romania representative. So uh, if anybody wants to talk to me about uh, Kubuntu in Romanian, uh, I'm, the I'm the contact person for that. And uh, so far, I've managed to switch many people's, ma many, sorry, many people uh, to Kubuntu. 
most of them from Windows and some of them from other Linux distros. Uh, and there's a school in my city that uses Kubuntu right now, and hopefully I'll be managed. I'll manage to get that into city hall as well. Right now I'm in. I'm talking with uh, a few council members. Well, as in talking with council members at City Hall or council members Kubuntu Council. Uh, city Hall council members ah. to get to get Kubuntu in, in the the city administration. I'm hoping for that, but uh, right now we're we'll see what what's happening, what's going to happen. Okay, so well, the, you know, there's lots to talk about uh, all the different things that you're doing, and that's going to be really interesting. Uh, yeah, in it's uh, quite a long story. But uh, let's just get a quick update from you because I know both Aaron and I are quite interested in what's happening with the website. Um, when do you? Uh, what's what's the state of play with Kubuntu.org and the new website? Any news on when that's likely to go live, and we'll see the new updated version? Uh, so right now, if anybody wants to see the uh, current uh, in the works uh, new Kubuntu website, I'm going to post a link to it. Uh, in the show notes, and uh, people can see it there. Uh, but uh, I don't know exactly. So the main problem right now is uh, hosting. Uh, we would like to switch from our current host. Uh, I'm not going to mention it, who it is. Uh, we'd, we'd like to switch from it because uh, usually the response times are pretty slow. Uh, and if we need something quickly changed because there's some new thing that we need published or there's and we have a dependency on that post, or we want to change the theme or something, we can't do that at, at the moment. So we're considering uh, rolling out our own server or getting a VPS or something uh, for for hosting it, but we're still in, in the talks how, how to do all that. Uh, we have to keep in mind the security, and that would be the main reason why we would uh, opt for a company hosting our site instead of hosting it ourselves. Because if a company hosts it, uh, we have some advantages, but we have some other disadvantages. So there are many things to take into consideration. So but this, I mean, it so certainly sounds like it's in the pipeline and it's in the works. And, um, uh, and it sounds like it's going to be one to watch. But I've posted that link uh, to Google+. Plus. So uh, anybody out there wants to find out, then jump to Kubuntu Podcast Show, and you'll see a link there, and you can go and take a look at the new website as it comes on. Well, I suppose um, I should tell you a little bit about my background um, and where I come from and how I got involved in Kubuntu and KDE. Um, so I've been involved in free software since about, um, about 1999 was when I first discovered it. I came across a some floppy disks for a distribution called Mandrake Linux and uh, and I thought oh this would be really interesting something really cool and interesting to play with and it took me a long long time to get it installed on a machine and get it working but eventually I did um, then I moved into um, into using OpenSUSE well not OpenSUSE it was just SUSE actually the German SUSE and that is what introduced me to KDE it was SUSE Linux that were using KDE at the time, and uh, and that really suited me. I got in, involved in that. Um, then uh, then I got involved in driving it forward and doing deployments in enterprise. Um, and uh, I won't go into the details of that story, but if you Google my name or look for Supertramp, 
then you'll um, you'll see uh, there are loads of articles on the web about all the stuff that I did, uh, basically deploying Linux to the desktop back in 2001. And, um, and I've been using KDE uh, since those early days. Um, and I have tried, um, you know, the other desktops are quite like GNOME and uh, what's now known as Mate. Um, although over here we'd say mate. You don't call it Mate. It's M-A-T-E. That means it's mate. <laughs> but there you go. Um, and um, But <clears throat> I never really got into the Unity experience with Ubuntu when they were doing that. I quite liked the GNOME desktop um, in the early versions of it, um, and I used it for a little while, but almost as soon as I kind of discovered that, hey, wow, yes, there's Ubuntu, and that's, you know, people are talking a lot about that, but actually, if I dig a little deeper, there is Kubuntu, which is a KDE flavor of it. I was sold straight away, and that was me, and I've been using Kubuntu uh, since that time, and that's a lot of years. Um, and I use it for everything, um, both at work and at home and at play on all of my devices. Um, it, it's kind of it's what I know and what I'm comfortable with. And I don't know, you know, you know what you like and you like what you know. So that's kind of my background. <laughs> um, for my part in uh, the Kubuntu community, um, I've been involved off and on uh, for around about... Uh, five years, five, six years, I suppose, trying to help in different ways. I've tried to help doing packaging and things like that, but I have a, have a family and I have my own, I've had my own business and I work for a company and so, and so forth, and time is really narrow. So um, I have to try to uh, use my time as effectively as I can. Um, so I end up doing kind of lots of different things in the community that are all a bit disjointed. Either you'll find me floating around on IRC. I'm usually always in, in Kubuntu-Devel. Uh, you can normally find me in there. Uh, you can see uh, my podcast. Uh, po sorry, my posts on uh, Google Plus and so on and so forth. This particular venture, trying to get this podcast going, is is uh, something I really want to develop um, because I think that uh, uh, that will help promote Kubuntu. And I feel that advocacy and promotion are probably the role that probably fit me best. I suppose so. That's what I'm going to try to do. Uh, but I can get my fingers dirty and I can develop and. Uh, and in fact, actually, my IDE, my preferred IDE for doing any kind of software development is KDevelop. Uh, and if you haven't used that, if you've used something like Eclipse okay, or NetBeans, yeah, if you've used something like Eclipse or NetBeans or something like that, then uh, then that's KDevelop is like those tools on steroids. Um, you know, the whole session project management stuff inside of KDevelop is uh, just can I, wow. May I interrupt right. you here? Please do a video. So, uh, for uh, Windows users mostly, uh, I'm gonna guess you know, you already know Notepad++. If you've done any kind of scripting or development, you should know about Notepad++. Now imagine uh, Notepad++ built by KDE uh, using the Qt framework, uh, running on all platforms, Windows, Linux, Mac, whatever. That's Kate. Uh, now imagine Kate combined with a debugger, which oh, it already has a, a plugin for that, but never mind that. Combined with a debugger and uh, many other development plugins, including a versioning system, uh, uh, project management, session management, uh, 
compiler. Uh, it's connected with many kind of many kinds of compilers, uh, and most of all, uh, intelligent uh, scanning, parsing. It it parses your project. For example, I work in C++ mostly. Uh, when I open my project, no matter what kind of project it is, it uses GNU make files. Uh, it uses uh, uh, C. CMake, it uses QMake, it uses uh, auto tools, no matter, most of the, all the common and the main ones, the main uh, project management, uh, KDevelop can handle them and uh, it parses the project as the compiler does and it understands and shows you uh, in detail how each uh, class, how each class, how each variable is connected to the other ones. It's, it's like you're asking the compiler after it compiled, uh, how how are these things connected? How do they work? So for so, a developer, that's gold. <laughs> so it's good, a video, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good. It's 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 too little to describe it. I agree. It is too little to describe it. And uh, I showed a few uh, some of my de developers that work, work with me and my team. Uh, they use NetBeans or Eclipse and so on and so forth. And I've shown them. Uh, had a look at KDevelop. I haven't one got more, any converts yet, but uh, one more thing about uh, KDevelop. Uh, yeah. I don't know exactly the release date, but uh, I'm gonna tell you KDevelop uh, four right now. It's at 4.7.1. This is the latest. Uh, uh, it runs only on Linux, but on uh, KDevelop uh, five, there is work being done for porting to other operating systems to make sure it works on Windows, on Mac, and it, it uses the complete uh, KDE framework system. So right now, uh, with uh, all the migrations finished, it should work just fine on uh, Windows as well. Well, do you know what? That's an, let's put that on the list. Uh, we're going to add these ideas in a moment. In fact, let's add that to the uh, to the notes n notes now. There are a few screenshots on the KDevelop blog about of uh, KDevelop running on Windows. Awesome. Okay, so well, guys, uh, you're never going to believe it, but we are running out of time. We're uh, we've got about five minutes left in the show. I want to dive back to Aaron, who's been fervently trying to install his uh, Ubuntu phone app. Um, so, did you get it working, Aaron? Is it installed? Tell us yes, about it. it Show us it. What's it doing? Um, I have my app called You Beginner. It has uh, links to where you can get news for about Ubuntu, uh, questions, uh, social media if you need it, and it has a contribute tab where you can contribute back to Ubuntu Core, but also where you can find Kubuntu and the other flavors to their websites, respectively, all in one little app. Can you post some screenshots in the show notes? Yeah, I yeah, I'll take some if I need to too. Quite easy to just take on here. Okay, that'd be really cool. <clears throat> Another good point, I suppose, for us is, uh, well, we'll decide this afterwards, but uh, once we've decided afterwards, we will tell you, the audience, where we posted our shows and where we posted our show notes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but right now, we don't have that because, as we told you at the beginning of the show, we're, there was a little bit of pressure. We're not completely organized. Uh, so, you know, there's lots of opportunity for you guys out there to get involved by helping us here at Kubuntu Podcast with some of the things that we're doing. Yeah, I just so, want to reiterate something you, Rick, said at the beginning. So, Kubuntu and 
Ubuntu and all, all of these uh, flavors, they are based on community work. That's what, uh, that's what uh, Ubuntu means in uh, the African language the name comes from. It's community. It's all about people working together. So this uh, podcast we're doing right here is a community effort. Uh, we three are members of the Kubuntu community and we want to help the other non the other community members and uh, non-members uh, get in touch with Kubuntu. Know more about this. So we want to receive from you guys uh, questions or suggestions, anything you want to see or hear uh, debated or talked about. Uh, just let us know and we'll put it in a queue and we'll talk about all of them or most of them. What he said. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Right, well that's really awesome. So now uh, shortly we'll produce this as a podcast and we'll get some theme music for it and so on and so forth. And don't forget about that contest to choose some theme music and let us know. Um, and um, uh, and of course get in touch with us find us on Google Plus you can find us on IRC we're always hanging around in there get involved let us know what's going on um, we will be back again so follow us on uh, Google Plus for our next show and we'll post that that'll be in the event timeline sometime in the next two or three hours uh, we'll let you know what that is going to be uh, and uh, we'll also post the show notes. I'm going to post all of the show notes out into Google Plus with all of the links and so on and so forth, and I'll do that in a few minutes. So uh, we're going to go in a round table, and uh, normally uh, we need somebody to have the last word. Uh, so um, maybe, seeing as Aaron's been so quiet, I think uh, Aaron uh, should be the person that gets the uh, Kubuntu pass, pa uh, the Kubuntu podcast final word. Okay, so uh, I'm going to say my goodbyes. I'll pass it to a video to say goodbye, and then you can say goodbye and give us that final word, Aaron. And uh, that's uh, we'll see how that goes. So. Um, it's been really exciting. It's been really stressful coming to this show at the last minute and getting it going. I really hope you've enjoyed it. Do get in touch with us. My name is Rick Timmis. This is the Kubuntu Podcast. I'll see you soon. Okay, guys, I hope to see more watchers for this podcast and especially more uh, people getting involved with this. Uh, my name is Ovidio Florent Bogdan. Yeah, it's huge, I know. Uh, and... I'm will uh, goodbye. Hey guys, please join us for the next show. Put in your suggestions on what we should talk about. Contribute back to it. And you can find me on social media on Twitter. It's already on the show, It'll be on the show notes as well. See you next time.